Welcome to the Joyful Journey podcast. If you're looking for more clarity in your life, clarity of purpose or how to activate that purpose, and you are someone who wants to operate from your highest self to be a force for good you know this world craves, then this is the show for you. I'm Anita Adams, your host and guide to finding clarity and creating a life you love. Let's tap into our inner wisdom, access our highest self, and unleash joy. As we do this, we raise our vibration and heighten the collective consciousness. And that, my friend, is the joyful journey. Let's dive in. Hey, Joyful Journeyer, Anita Adams here, your host. And today I'm so excited to introduce you to a wonderful human being who I believe through some divine guidance brought us together. There is a purpose for this woman's presence in my life. Maybe that purpose is to introduce her to you and the great work she is doing in this world to help more people connect with their true higher selves. Or maybe the purpose is still yet to be discovered. Maybe there are many reasons why we have come together. I am deeply curious and cannot help but to feel having her as a guest on the Joyful Journey podcast is just the beginning of more magic that is yet to come. And how exciting, how fun, how wonderful is it to be simply curious and explore Curiosity is such a a wonderful trait that I believe plays a key role in finding your truth, your higher self, and tapping into that inner wisdom. We're going to talk a lot about that today. So let me tell you a little bit more about this remarkable woman, Lori Seymour. Lori is a quantum connection mentor, a two-time number one best-selling author, a certified master trainer, the founder and CEO of the Becca Institute and host of the Wisdom Talk Radio podcast. Lori helps conscious business owners and visionary leaders who know that strategy connected with deep inner guidance provides the means to abundant success. Her cutting edge proprietary quantum connection process activates and amplifies a higher vibration that dissolves fear and self-doubt so her clients create what they want in every aspect of life. Lori, again, I am so pleased to have you here. Welcome, my friend. Welcome. Thank you, Anita. I, you know, I, I'm so looking forward to this because I had that same feeling when we were brought together and uh it was just like who is this woman and <laughs> what is this about and and i do feel like it's it's still unfolding and probably will unfold for a while because there's multiple things that emerge out of you know those quote unquote accidental meetings <laughs> yeah yeah i'm so glad you feel the same way and and it's just it's just fun i um i was sharing recently uh to uh oh it was you and i were talking actually about this this whole coming together of you know going to a conference so Lori and i we had actually met at a the evolutionary or through the evolutionary business council um i think 
at least a year ago, I just met online. We were both on an online thing. And I remember thinking, she's a really cool lady. And then we both ended up at this uh, conference in um, Santa Fe in in January. And we, we spent hours, you and I together, just sitting up until the wee hours of the morning chatting. And I remember thinking that I needed to be at that conference. I didn't know why I needed to be there, but I needed to be there. And when I met you, I, I realized that, or I, I had a strong feeling that a big part of my reason for being there was because you needed to be in my life, <laughs> that, there was, there, that we needed to come together for something. And that was just, it was such a strong feeling and a beautiful connection with, um, I would consider a soul sister. We we're on very similar, mm-hmm. similar journeys. And I look up to you, the work that you've done, you know, I feel like you're, you're miles and miles and miles ahead of me in so many ways. And I, I love the work that you've done and you, you, you just open your heart to share so much. And I'm just like, wow, you know, I just, I, I'm so grateful for you and, and, um, just excited to deepen that connection. So now I'm, now I feel like I'm gushing. I've got a girl crush. <laughs> well, you know what? I didn't say this to you before, but um, I think I said it to someone else. I said, you know, I met this woman and I feel like I fell in love with her. (laughs) Oh, it's a mutual girl crush. I love it. (laughs) Oh, now that we got that out of of the way. Yeah, (laughs) really. But but everybody gets to be part of this now. Yeah. Yeah. We're inviting them in to whatever we're going to create together. Awesome. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's, there's lots of things I want to talk about. Um, lots of things I want to talk about. You're just doing such interesting work. And I want to start, I, perhaps it's really basic, but I think it's a good place to start. Can you tell us what exactly, what is, what is quantum connection? <laughs> oh gosh, you want to know exactly with those particles <laughs> that are so ephemeral. And <laughs> yeah, well, I've, I'm, I don't really fully understand it, you know, like I've got, I do, I've got a, a, a general concept of it, but I need more. I need more. Sure, sure. No, I, I, that makes sense to me. And, and, and people still may be, or you, and you may still be left with, I'm still not sure, but let's <laughs> take a shot at this. Um, we know that we live in a, in a, in a quantum world and that literally and I really mean literally, everything is energy. Everything is made up of energy. And one of the things that the quantum physicists have been able to demonstrate is that we, as in our human being expression, are part of this quantum universe, that we're not separate from it, where we are of it, and it is of us. And when I think about connecting with that which lies be beyond our linear trained brains, I think about connecting with that field of infinite possibility, which is what what we live in. So much has not been made manifest. So much has not you know been brought into the physical. We're physical. But how do we tap into that which is there in potential? And really, just as a little kind of side note, that's what's driven me my whole life is that feeling of there's more there's so much more that i can't i can't tap into i don't know and and originally i i felt that as something lacking in me mm. 
but came to the place of realizing, oh, it's it, that's the nature of the universe. And so I went into the field of psychology and trained as a as a in the in the field of psychology as and was a psychotherapist for many years because it felt like at that time what was the the path to discovering that the path to discovering that that moreness hmm. and that took me into the edges of that and still wanting to know more still feeling like there's still something i don't understand there's still something i don't i don't know really about myself and and hence human nature but that quantum field idea is how do we connect with that field of potential, that field of possibility? And we can talk about it in, in two com- what sound like com- two completely different ways. One being the spiritual, you know, as higher self, as the divine, as presence. I I generally think of it and speak about it as energy. You know, it's sort of like, what do the energies want me to do? Mm-hmm. Um, what am, How am I to connect with well, what am I to do next? And then connecting with that divine presence, the other side, connecting with that field of potential. And that each of us have our own way of doing that. It's not a, you know, this is how you need to do it. But unless and until we start to open to what that is and open to the reality that we're living in this energetic universe and we can connect with it. We can absolutely align with it and how we live in each moment of life. Mm, beautiful. So that, um, that idea of everything being connected, is that where the, the concept of uh, unity consciousness comes from? That is that everything is one or is that, is that a different concept altogether? I, I think it's related. I think it's a different way, perhaps, of of speaking about it. But I always think of the the one and the many, meaning we each of us in in physical form, we have a different expression in life. Mm-hmm. We're we're each unique. We are each special, um, and we spend you know years and so much effort in trying to fix what we think is wrong with that uniqueness and if we don't work to fix it if we work to uncover it to reveal it to remember it then we start to tap into that way in which we are part of that oneness and recognize that aspect of us that is connected to everything else and so I may have an idea about something that seems brilliant <laughs> and, you know, earth shattering or at least earth shaking. <laughs> and maybe somebody on the other side of the world has the same idea because we're each tapping into that field of potential. Oh. And when I, I can say, well, oh, that's been done. Oh, they did it and they beat me to it. But when we take that, mm, that spark of, of the divine, of presence of that of that field of potential into ourselves and through our own unique expression it becomes ours to do it becomes ours to express and in our own unique way and that's that that's that personality and presence coming together mm-hmm. and and i feel like 
that's our work to do in the world in, in a way. I mean, it, in a foundational kind of way, it's what is our original blueprint and how do we tap into that in our own very special way? Mm-hmm. And that without you, without me, without, you know, the next person, the next person, we wouldn't have all the different pieces of what's needed in the world. That's really uh, it's interesting. I, I love that you are presenting this notion or this idea, like you, you said, you know, um, I don't know your exact words now, uh, that we, that uniqueness, like we bring our own unique flavor to the things that we are feeling called to do. And that is that spark inside of us. And I, I know from my own personal experience and from dealing with and working with some clients that often we feel like, well, who am I to do that? Or that's already been done. What could I possibly bring that's new and fresh to, to the table? And what I'm hearing you say is that, sure, there may be a lot of the same concepts that people are bringing, bringing into the world, but you're also bringing your own unique blueprint to, to it and creating something that might be seen and experienced in a different way from other people. Am, am I hearing you? Absolutely. Yes. Or am I oh, just hearing what I'm wanting to hear? Because <laughs> <laughs> No, I think you've said it in such a beautiful way. Yes, exactly that. Yeah. It's, interesting. It, it's, lim- it's limitless. Mm. It being the universe and yeah. it being your own expression. So what's important to me and so what what so much of my work is about is about teaching people how to first connect with that that essence. And the spark that you mentioned earlier, is that just another word? Yes, we can say that. Yeah. And and maybe that's already, you know, happened. And then the people get stuck in the, well, how do I do that? What do I do? What's the practicality of that? And and how do I make that real? Mm-hmm. Um, and there's so many ideas coming into me right now as I'm speaking. So I hope I'm not jumping, you know, too much around the world. Not at all. Um, so in order to do that, we need to, to really keep that connection alive, that connection with that original, uh, spark and that original, hmm, excitation of the spark you know, that, that, that activation of that spark. And, and that's part of my, my work in energy is to activate that, that blueprint so that people start to learn how to stay aligned with it, stay connected with it. Mm. Not just, I've got the idea and then, you know, suddenly I've got to go look outside for all of the ways I have to do that. But if I keep tuning back in. And that's why I love uh, the work I do with the inspiration into action. Uh, and it's an intensive program, but it's a weekend where people get to have that energetic experience of, of doing that, of remaining in alignment with and knowing how to get back to mm-hmm. what do I need to do next? Because the idea feels like, okay, we can let ideas be inspirational, but how about strategy yeah. how about how do i activate you know, yeah how do you not just activate it but how do i use it how do i know how do i use it to know who i need to connect with and mm-hmm. 
Mm. What what uh, conferences I need to go to or not? <laughs> and who do I need to um, bring onto my team? And what are my brand colors? And 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 how, how do you discern between that the inner wisdom and then just ideas that might not be connected to inner wisdom? Well, it's a, it's a great and and crucial question, really. Because we have never been taught this. I remember in in the work that uh, we were doing early on, um, before the Baca Institute was even around, but with with my teacher, and we were looking at how the activation of these kinds of energy systems in the body would translate into you know, what we do in the world and how we know when it's that or when it's just, you know, the noise. So it's learning how to um, almost get between the noise because there's so much noise in the world. <laughs> and and I remember in my days as a solutions engineer learning about noise floor and how cell phones worked and how um, in order for a signal to get through, we have to have that that the noise floor get lowered and have this so that the signal can be cleaner. So part of it is is getting quieter and within and taking the time to say, okay, what is it that I'm that is true here? What is it that is real here? And being curious, you talked about that in the beginning, um, being open available to receive that and seeing how it feels in the physical body. Yeah. You know, is there a sense of, of peace with it? Is there a sense of flow? Is there um, agitation? Is there a feeling of being, you know, pushed? Um, is there judgment? You know, because when there's judgment with something and it, that can even look like, you know, quote unquote, good judgment, like like getting really excited about something. And that's the emotional. So this is this goes beyond the emotion because we have to get quiet enough to go beyond that, too. It's not like emotion isn't important. It's more that we need to discern the the positive side of truth, mm. which is beyond the emotion. Right. What's fueling the the emotion? Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Thank you. Uh, I think that's such a, an important part of the the equation and, and taking that time to find the, the quietness, the stillness, to be able mm-hmm. to listen and discern between the, the emotions and the, the feelings that are, are coming up. Thank you for explaining that. I know you, you have um, a really cool quiz on your, your website, which I took, and I thought it was really informative, really, uh, really cool. Um, and it's, it's designed to help people identify their quantum connection style. So can you walk us through that a little bit? Like, what are the different quantum connection styles and how do we use that information to, to help us? Right, right. Yeah, because if it's if it's just curiosity, that just goes so far. Yes. <laughs> curiosity so, is the beginning. You gotta go deeper. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. So um there are four in my system, if you will, there are four styles. 
Um, there's the bridge builder. There's the maker. Um, there's the creative dreamer. And there's the pioneer. I might guess which one you are, but I'll, I won't go there now. Um. <laughs> I'm curious if you guess right. <laughs> and each of them have what I would call both a, um, a a challenge or a growing edge. And they also have a mastery key. In other words, this is your superpower. This is where you why it's almost like why you've come into the world and how you feel most drawn or comfortable to um, to create, really to create what you're here to create. So I think because I think of creativity as as being so far beyond can you paint or draw or sing or, you know, whatever. It's how we live life. Mm, I like that. And so how do you live life? How do you create in your life? And I've I've worked with so many people who are running counter to what their style is because of how they've been raised, how they've been trained, um, you know, what their family expected of them. And and they're unhappy and and life isn't working. Life is not working well. Um so for me in my own life, for example, I, I academics was the thing. And in my family, I was I was brought up Jewish. There's a big um, focus on education in general. And there was certainly that focus on education in my family. And so, you know, that's what I was good at. Um, that's what I that's where I got my first, you know, kind of accolades and awards and those kinds of things. And yet. I didn't, there was so much underneath that, that I didn't get acknowledged about. Yeah. And, and I was so drawn to different things that I couldn't even let myself play in. I Somehow I found my way to psychology, which was that sense of try of, of how do I understand all of this? How do I, how do I connect with others? And to know that, what really lit me up and what's the, what lights me up is looking for what those connections are, not wanting to be better than, but looking for how do I build the bridge from this place to that place, from this person to that? How do I, oh, I'm so excited or interested in this um, field of study. I'd mentioned to you when we started, I and I don't think we'll get into it, but um, I'm starting to look at AI and, you know, how that relates to inner guidance, how that, how we need to think about inner guidance in relationship to the, the power that we're wanting to give away to AI to create. That you could know, be an AI. episode in of itself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because if you're, if you're allowing this um, artificial intelligence to dictate or to or to create well they won't say dictate but to create we're missing this whole right. field of potential and if that's really what our life is about it's about being creators being creative then how are we how are we um what are we sacrificing how much are we sacrificing of ourselves and and in a way we're sacrificing every, i think everything because we are creators we are not we are not the victims mm. we are the creators 
Mm-hmm. And I, I do like looking at um, ourselves as the creators of our of our life, you know, and and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and this idea of tapping into the infinite possibilities, you know, because you can you can pop in and and create, pull things together that you mm-hmm. want to create for yourself. So interesting. Yeah. Um, so um, I am a bridge builder. I did according to your. Uh, is that what you would have That's guessed? I imagine that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, And I'm not surprised to hear that you're a bridge builder, given um, my new understanding of these different um, these different connection styles. Can you perhaps using that as um, the style of example, can you give an example of of a a challenge bridge builders might face? Well, one thing that comes to mind for me and, and has been something for me is, you know, where do I put that energy and where, where do I put that energy and that um, in desire to connect and that desire to build bridges? Where do I put that in the bigger picture of my life? How do I, um, how do I tap into that in a way that feels like it's cut, like it is part of that inner guidance of my own inner guidance system? How do I, um have the discernment because we talked about that to to see not just going from excitement but going from that deeper place of what's really part of my own purpose what's part of my next step because purpose is an ever-evolving thing and it's never a you know kind of one and done um and so there's a lot to uncover and discover in that to make me an even better or more effective bridge builder. Is that, is that, um, so is the issue that bridge builders want to get to the other side really quick, so to speak, and that they're not taking the time to really look at the the individual steps to, to get there. Is that what I'm hearing or I'm mishearing? It, it can be that, but it can be more of that, there's some bridge builders don't realize that they're a bridge builder oh. and you know, they're there in their own silo and yet where their heart wants to be I is see. in making those connections. And, and they've denied that they've mm-hmm. denied that because, you know, our, our, our world is focused on uh, becoming an expert <laughs> right? and you know, so what's true. your expertise and what's your degree and mm-hmm. you know, how do you, how do you, where, where's your star power? And yet for the bridge builder, it, the star power comes in, in the, how do I bring other people into this yeah. and create something new? That's, um, I find that really interesting and, and very relatable. Like I'm seeing, I've never considered myself in those, that, that language before. Um, but I've, I've been that person and that some of the challenges I've had is that others don't want to collaborate. I'm always surprised that people don't, because I really strongly believe we're stronger together. We're so, we're stronger together and that there's so much room in the world for us to be doing the same things and supporting each other. Um, But that just doesn't seem to be the general view of a lot of 
people and I'm, I'm, I'm hoping to change that. And maybe this kind of well, conversation well, is an important one to have, you know, because we are stronger together. Right. Right. <laughs> and maybe it's for you to find the other bridge builders, but here's see, here's, let me contrast it. Let's say with the pioneer, because I have a lot of that pioneer energy in me too. I'm in Aries. I like to be at the front of the pack and, but it gets lonely there. Mm-hmm. And the pioneer while they're most comfortable with running with their idea because they've got a great idea and they're they are they're forging the path. But then how do you bring people along? How do you communicate your idea? How do you acknowledge others? So it's like the the pioneer would really benefit from bringing a bridge builder onto their team. You know, someone that can help bring some others along. They would also benefit from learning how to develop that aspect of themselves. So it's not like we are typecast or stuck in a particular way. It's more that, you know, here are some places that, hey, if you if you developed this, there'd be so much more that, that you could accomplish. Hmm. You wouldn't just be out there at the head of the pack alone and and saying, how come there's nobody behind me? Because you you would have worked on that aspect of communicating your idea and lighting other people up, acknowledging others to be part of that. Yeah, very neat. Good. And you use this this quiz as a sort of foundation to get started with people um, to identify their their um, their style, and then you know how to how to work with them and coach them so mm-hmm. that they can make that like you said their superpower, and then find other. Um, potentially partners or individuals to pull in on their team if they're business leaders or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Is that, that, I got that correct. Okay, good. Um, yeah. We'll make sure we include that that link in the show notes for our, our guests um, to mm-hmm. go and check that out. It's, it's really interesting. And and you do send out um, some emails, follow up with in, more information and an opportunity for people to connect with you for um, some more uh, guidance on that. So that's really cool. Um, I want to I want to talk about uh, inner guidance a little bit more. And um, is that for you? Is that the same as intuition? Oh, would it be okay if I say it's not? <laughs> it is okay. I want anything's okay. Anything goes. And this is yeah. The, the, what is your view on this? Why I say that is because intuition um, intuition is important. I, I, I'm not denigrating anything here. It's more that what I have come to realize is that inner guidance is is like a refinement of your intuition. Intuition is something that, you know, comes in unbidden. It's not necessarily something that we can can count on or can use, uh, can use reliably and relatably and sustainably. Um, People want to know, well, how can I be more intuitive? The first step of all of that is if you're not balanced, if you're not feeling balanced, you're going to bring something in. You're going to have an intuitive hit. You're going to bring in some what seems like guidance. But because you're imbalanced in that moment, that's what you're going to bring in. And I don't, I've been around a lot of, well, you'll get what you want to hear. Ah, that's interesting. 
Okay, so walk us through that um, finding that balance then so you're in the right place to access inner guidance. You, you touched on it, I suppose, earlier by saying that the quieting. Um, yeah, of- there's so much to it. I mean, I actually developed a whole course called the Inner Guidance Mastery Blueprint because I found that people were, were missing some of the basics, mm. um, some of the, it's easy to say, get quiet. Right, right, it is. And what does that really mean? What does that really mean? And what does it feel like? What does it feel what like? What does it feel like? How do, how do we know when we're in that place where we're feeling that flow? And when we're feeling that, and this is something you and I have talked about, that that self-love, mm-hmm. not the emotional love, but that that expanded place of where you're tapping into God's love for you. You know, that the universal presence and that love. So when when you allow yourself to get quiet enough that it's like the you you can you feel your own balance. People know, at least they start to know, and that's part of what happens in the classes in that course is people start to be able to identify that more readily. And and then, you know, it's it's teaching people how to connect with that and how to develop that, how to refine that. I mean, I work with that energetically so that people can know what that feeling is. It feels like. And, and then you've got a touchstone. You've got a touch point. Mm-hmm. And yet that, that intuition, which is that sometimes on and sometimes off, and I I I'm about going directly to source. That's really I don't want to go to any in between dimensions or levels. I want to go directly to source and get my guidance, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And and so that's for me part of the difference of intuition and inner guidance is the developing inner guidance really as a reliable reliable source. As a reliable and sustaining connection with your own inner wisdom and your inspiration. Beautiful. I've never heard it articulated so well. Thank you for that. It's just a um, very clear distinction between inner wisdom and, and instinct. And uh, it's very, I find that very personally very helpful. Um, you've, you touched on this, the space, um, mental, emotional space. that you're in when you access that inner guidance and and you say it it comes from a place of love of of a sort of a deeper love not just not just you know i I love i love my husband i love i love that flower it's a a, a deeper deeper love can you can you talk a little bit about that too because i think this is super crucial and um and how we access that that sense of deep deep love Ooh, I can tell you a story. Please, I love stories. <laughs> um, because truly, that's what was missing for me my whole life. And what I say, I don't say that from the outside. I say that from the inside of feeling like there's something missing. There's there's this hole and I had don't. Everybody else has got it and I don't is what it felt like. Um, And I remember the moment in in being actually it was in being with in energy in receiving a particular um, initiation you know i don't know what else to call it. it that's really what it was with someone 
And it doesn't need, I want to say right off, it doesn't need to be in that kind of setting. It That's what it was for me. But what I remember is that feeling of suddenly, it's like my, something exploded within me. And I felt such love and so filled, so filled up in a way that, because I had really felt this emptiness. Mm. And it was like in that moment, I knew the truth. Mm. And I want to say capital T, truth. Mm. I, I, I don't want to backpedal from that. It was the truth. It was the truth of me. It was the truth about life. It was the truth about what we're here for and what's possible. Mm. And that became, that didn't just like, it wasn't ephemeral. It may have faded sometimes. It may fade sometimes, but it's always what I found is after that experience is it was always there as a touchstone. It was always there as a, if doubt came in and doubt came in so much less, I must say. I mean, it was like doubt just started. I didn't realize it for a long time. That self-doubt, which was so strong in me, just wasn't there. And if it is there, I can feel the difference in my body between what it felt like to feel that love and what it feels like to be in self-doubt. And that self-doubt, which is judgment, mm-hmm. just doesn't feel good. No, <laughs> It's just it's like, ugh. Yeah. And it's that difference between ugh and where things are flowing, where it feels, it just feels true yeah feels true that's um very similar to my story for me it was uh time in nature and that's why i've become such an advocate to encourage people to step out into nature and make it a a daily practice even just five minutes sitting on your deck you know getting surrounded by that that natural environment as you said your your process is is not the only way to do that as is being in nature is not the only way um to help me access that sense of deep love for what is deep love for what is and uh it's I think it's just a beautiful way to to do that um because you're opening up to that field yeah it's hard to be in nature to be present in nature exactly and not to have that oh my god kind of feeling (laughs) yeah and you know what when we uh when we moved to Portugal um and away from that beautiful natural environment. Uh, I went through a little bit of a like, oh my gosh, like I was, I could feel like I was edgy more. I was the mm. self doubt, the uncertainty where it was creeping in. And, uh, and I realized, oh my gosh, Anita, I'm not, I'm not making time for myself to just connect with my, my natural environment. And so I, I went with the intention to, and you can, you can find natural environments in big cities, you know, like I, I used to live in a, uh, on an island where it was my back door, but you mm-hmm. have that natural environment, right? It's there, it's on your deck. You just got to make time for it. And for me, well, that again, that, more about that, because I need that. I need to hear about that because okay. I live in a big city. Yeah. Well, okay. I can sit on my deck and I can look out at a beautiful view, but there's something that feels a little different. I think there's something more that you might have, can be able to say about that. 
Okay, sure. And thank you for asking. Um, I love that you're putting you're putting on the host hat now. <laughs> no, I'm putting on my curiosity hat. <laughs> oh, your curiosity hat. I love it. Okay, thank you for asking. Um, yeah, I do. I have to work a little harder in the city to make that connection. And for me, it's just being very intentional about feeling and sen- using all of my senses. So if mm-hmm. it is just literally going out onto the deck or, you know, into the, into the courtyard or whatever, I'll just take a, a pause, a few, a moment, a moment to just really deep breathe. It's a meditative practice, I suppose. Mm-hmm. A couple, three, a few deep breaths and then try to feel everything like what do I see what what kind of things can I pick up and notice with my eyes what am I noticing with my ears what am I noticing through my my sense of smell what can I put my hands on and touch and all these little things help to really ground me in the here and now and I'm letting go of um, my worries about the future and the stories of the past. And in so doing, I'm able to feel that expansion happen in my heart and accept and love what is it, what is. And I, I often, not often, I always actually take it one step further. And I, I do a little gratitude practice at that point after I've gotten grounded in the here and now. I'll just say a few things that I'm grateful for. And I feel that additional expansion happen. And there's that that real sense of love for myself and for what is. And then I, I feel what you're talking about, about that's when you can have the discernment and where you tap into that that um, inner wisdom. So what is can you what is your process for um, for deepening that connection to your inner guidance? Wow, this has been. Well, first of all, I want to I want to just want to acknowledge what you've just shared, because that was big and, <laughs> and important and. um it's it's something that as you describe it, I can feel how that works, you know, because you're you are being in the moment. You're allowing yourself to be in the moment and and anchored within within that in your body. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, it's 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 all of that. And it's been a um gosh, a 30 some year process of of working with this. Um, and I, I have some energetic ways of doing, of working with myself, of, um, working with certain energetic processes. I, I was initiated as the Terea Grand Master, this lineage that came from my teacher and that is a a meditation and an, and a hands-on way of working with energy. And it's something that I am with every single day and so the my own ability or and willingness really it's my willingness to take time just like what you said to get quiet to get quiet inside and and for me it starts with the breath mm-hmm. and so that that in breath when i take a conscious breath what i'm doing is receiving and mm-hmm. i'm receiving what i think of as the breath of god and it really is the breath of God because think of think of the original, you know, God breathing into into Adam. That was the breath of life, and 
energetically and from a from a quantum physics perspective, what we're doing is we're breathing in those particles of the from the field of potentiality. So the breath has intelligence. The breath is intelligence. The breath knows exactly what to do in your physical body. I don't need that PhD in biochemistry to tell you, now you need to go here and then you need to mix with this gas and then you need to do that. I wouldn't have time for anything else. Um, And I don't have a PhD in biochemistry. (laughs) But that um, understanding, it allows me to, to truly move into that place of receiving. And receiving is so important in the in that Thanksgiving, because mm-hmm. that outbreath is not just we think about the outbreath as letting go, but we are giving to the natural world. We are giving to all those green things that rely on our carbon dioxide, that you know, that exhalation. So there's this beautiful dance that is taking place of giving and receiving. And that for me is the essence of Thanksgiving. And in that, I get to connect with that deeper or quieter or more subtle um, information, really information from that quantum field directly from source um, and to receive that in my body. And I, I receive it as energy. It comes in as energy. Then I've got to learn how to decode it. And, and that's a whole other you know process. Part of the decoding is asking the questions. Asking the questions from that place where there's so much love and so much thanksgiving for what is coming forward, for what you've received. And then it's, what am I needing to know about this day? What's what is new? Um, what is changing? What is what is my t- next step today? What is my purpose of for today? Or what is the purpose? What is today about? So that I start to connect with my own personal journey, um, all of the you know the 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 energy that's coming onto the planet because that we're constantly being bombarded by different energies and and um solar radiation and what have you and you know i mean that's a whole other conversation we probably don't need to get into but all of that is impacting us and when we realize that we're here to be that co-creator with the universe then well for me that's a big thing and so okay i want to do that and show me how and and the showing me how is part of the asking of those questions of decoding what I've received. I could just say in meditation, or I could just say on the in breath, what have I? What am I receiving? Mm. And how is this needing to be expressed in the world in that moment? What a beautiful process! I love that. I love I love this idea of the breath of God. You're breathing in the yeah. breath of God and then giving to the natural world in your your breathing out. I, I, I'd love that so much. Thank you for sharing that uh, beautiful idea and, and wisdom. It's beautiful. And 
I feel like you may have answered my next question, which is, you know, um, what does inner guidance have to do with quantum physics? <laughs> Just, <laughs> it, it, that answer was kind of in there, wasn't it? You haven't. I, I think so. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Anything more to add to that, or we? Do you feel like we hmm. covered that? Probably, there's so much more to add to it, but. <sighs> And not in this moment. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Very cool. Yeah. And it does feel like there are more and more people that are going down this path. There's a heightened awareness about all of this and the, the a, a new a new story is emerging. Mm-hmm. Now how how can t- tuning into our deepest self point the way to co-creating a new world? It's an, a big question. Yeah, it's a huge question. <laughs> it, and it's such a good one. It's such a good one. And I think it's one that would be a great way to end this, uh, this show today. Okay. Mm, let me see what, what comes today about that. Mm. You know, I've been talking about this kind of thing for... 30 some years, I realize (laughs) when I go back and look at old material, things I've written and whatever, it's like, oh, that's good. Oh, I was talking about that then. And there wasn't the same kind of readiness, I think, Mm. to hear what this is, to realize the, that we really aren't victims, that it's really not about what's being done to us, but that we are we are partners in this effort of creation in this dance of creation and that takes though a big leap into into being responsible into being aware into being conscious and conscious in each moment and that often feels like oh i don't want to do that i just want to you know kick back and relax well Gosh, there's such joy in this. I, you know, there's such an ability to play in all of this because what we're doing is we're playing in the field of creation. Mm-hmm. And what are we feeling drawn to create? And as long as we're focused on what's wrong, because there's a lot that looks like it's wrong, we we're not able to have the the clarity and the focus and the the inner direction to to create because the energy of creation is 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 a positive higher vibration frequency and the focusing on the problems and where even the problems lie illness is a lower frequency just looking at at it in terms of vibration so if we if we raise our vibration, if we allow ourselves to be on the positive side of truth, then we get to to tap into. We get there's the ability, really, to to join forces with this positive energy, with this co-creative energy that is coming onto the planet. Because I feel like, from things that I have tuned into that there's more and more and more of that being made available because there are more and more people that are seeing things like that and wanting to be part of, of this dance of creation, not just of the destruction, not just of the, the entropy, 
Um, and I look at that in terms of, I use the words entropy and centropy, and entropy being the degradation and centropy being the creation. Hmm. And where do we want to be? And where do we choose to be? And I know that when I'm sitting in judgment about what's what's happening or somebody else, I'm going the entropy route because it's it's not looking at, you know, where does how does love win? You know, where does love win? Where does love come into this? And and I get to see so many possibilities when I'm in that place of love. And the more that people are open to receiving that and and living from that place, the more potential for all these new creations that we're seeing happening now. Fantastic. It's a real paradigm shift in our thinking, isn't it? From that um, victim mentality to the creator mentality. I read somewhere and I I can't remember where it was, um, but the article suggested that if even, I think it was like 7% more of our population were to create that that shift in the way we um, look at the world, how we are aware of what's going on, that we would be in a completely different world. It would be a, a completely different experience. Um, there wouldn't be the, the same kind of hate and, and poverty and all that. And yeah. I think... I find that fascinating. It is. It is. It's. It's. It's more than fascinating because it's really heartening. Because if yeah, I think I've helpful. got to change everybody's mind, <laughs> yeah. and I, you know, or or convince people, oh, that's very tiring and it's yeah. exhausting. Yeah. Um, if I am responsible for myself and I hold that frequency, it enables other people to come to that without having to impinge, without having to control or dictate or, you know, any of those things which really bring down the frequency. That's brilliant what you're saying. Um, and so easy to to um, grasp. It's not about trying to change anybody. Mm-hmm. It's all about coming from a place of love for yourself. Yeah. Coming from and, and having that conscious holding breath. That, having that conscious breath. Over and over and over again. I mean, we get to, we get, we have to breathe or we're not alive. So why not make them a conscious breath and have, you know, and then you've got the sense of circulation, which yeah. is what is happening energetically and of Thanksgiving. Yeah. It's why conversations like this are so important. And I'm, I'm so excited that there are more and more people having them. This is becoming mm-hmm. You know, like even 10 years ago, this would be considered kind of woo-woo, very woo-woo, you know, and, and you said you you started this practice 37 years ago or this this thinking. You must have been like way out there. <laughs> you know, I feel like oh, we- I can tell you stories about, yeah, being way out there, but not in a woo-woo sense because I've all I'm so practical and, it, you know, and I come from that. Right. highly educated kind of world. <laughs> yeah, but it's it has been perceived woo-woo. This conversation used to be yeah. perceived woo-woo, mm-hmm. and it's becoming less and less um, woo-woo. And I think we even need to, to let go of that word uh, entirely because it's mm-hmm. it's not. It's, it's profound. There's truth. <laughs> there's wisdom. Yeah, I think we have to give that one up because yeah, we're so. diminishing ourselves yeah. in that process totally totally yeah. yeah 
So, so interesting. And I find it very hopeful that uh, for our future, if, if we are seeing and having more of these kind of conversations and, and finding the light instead of fixating on the dark, you know, and, it's, and, it, and that doesn't mean that we hide, hide from what's no. going on in the world. We, we can't. We can't. And there, there's a lot of darkness in the world and there's a, a lot of light. There's a lot of yeah. light. We need to, we need to shine. It's one of the reasons I'm so excited about business. I mean, I, that why I'm so drawn to working with people who have, who are in business and with businesses in, in, in general, because there's that potency and that power that's there. There's, and there's their influence and money and all of those things. And when we dance with all of that, from a place of what are we creating? What do we want to create from a place where th- everything gets taken care of because we're doing that from that place of direction? Wow. Yeah. Magic. <laughs> mm-hmm. Magic and and there's reward. You know, there's pe- people are making more money who are willing to entertain and live in that way than the people that, you know, come down with a heart attack at age 50 because yeah. they weren't. Yeah. They weren't. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. Lori, how would people best get in touch with you if they wanted to um, work with you or do that quiz? I know we're going to put the, the actual information in the show notes, but why don't we give this an opportunity to. Sure. 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 So the Baca Institute is B-A-C-A and then institute.com. And that's the place where, you know, kind of everything that I'm about is housed. It's also where you can, uh, you can have a, a free consultation with me. And it's an opportunity to have a 30 minute time to look at, yes, maybe working with me, but it's also more about what's your right next step? You know, what really fits you? What is yours there to, to take into the, this next moment and uh and then there's you know there's all the kind of different programs that i have and um, ways of of coming to to work with me wonderful great Lori, thank you so much. Uh, I always get so much value of our time together and uh, insights and beautiful things to reflect on. And uh, and you've shared a lot. Again, you delivered. You delivered. So. <laughs> Just oh, <thanks>. shoot. <laughs> there was never a moment of doubt. <laughs> Wonderful. And Joyful Journeyer, I hope you enjoyed this, this conversation and, and got some value out of it too. And I encourage you to, to check out um, Lori's website, the back, back at institute.com. And at the very least, do that, uh, do that little quiz. It takes not even three minutes and you'll get some really great insights on uh on your on your style so it's very cool all right and with that thank you Anita. i just have to say that i'm going to interrupt you for a quick second to thank you for such an amazing conversation awesome well i have a feeling there'll be more as uh, so they may might be more well there'll definitely be more between you and me and yeah. maybe future opportunities for us to have you back on the show and i i think that that will actually happen because you're doing so much i feel like we barely scratched the surface on the stuff that you could talk about so we'll we'll uh, we'll have you back for sure so again thank you everybody and uh, we'll we'll catch you next time bye for now thank you for joining me on the joyful journey podcast 
If anything resonated for you from today's show, or if you are looking for more clarity in your life, clarity of purpose, or how to activate that purpose, then head over to joyfuljourney.ca and become a member of our community. We'll start by sending you a free download of our three guiding principles to inner wisdom, which will give you a great foundation for finding the clarity you are seeking. And you'll become part of a growing community of people who are raising the collective consciousness. So head over to joyfuljourney.ca and I look forward to connecting with you directly.